are you? It's Pastor Rod here in Tokyo, Japan. Have you ever had to re-sow something in your life or regrow something in your life? You know, life is not always easy, is it? And I, I really believe that we've got to be believers that sow the seeds, but sometimes we need to re-sow seeds or regrow plants. I remember when uh, Viv and I were uh, in Toowoomba in Australia many years ago. We had a new home and uh, we had to lay the grass and uh, we lay the strips of grass. It was such hard times and some of that grass took or grew but some of it didn't. Maybe it was in the shade and we had to get more grass. We had to re-sow, re-sow. And there's no use getting angry at the grass saying, you naughty grass, you should grow or getting angry at God. Why hasn't my grass grown? We've sometimes just got to go and get some more grass. And uh, where there's a patch, we just re-sow. But sometimes we also need to regrow. And I remember when that, in that same yard, we had a tree, a beautiful tree. And uh, there were some weeds around the tree. And Viv said to me, can you take the weeds out around from the tree? And of course, being the man of the house, I said, yes, I can. So I got the vroom, vroom, the whippersnipper, it's called. Vroom, vroom, and you, you can just get the, the edges of it. It just gets the grass. And Viv said to me, make sure you don't put the whippersnipper around the tree. It's called ring barking. If you put the, 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 the mower right around the tree, the tree will die. The tree will die. It doesn't look like it will, but it's going to die. But of course, I was the, the man. I'm the the lawnmower, I'm the, uh, yeah, I said, yeah, Viv, no problem. I, so I, I started to do my, my weeding, zoom, 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 and, but there was a little bit of a, a grass sticking up, just a little bit near to the tree. I said, I'll just get that. I'll just, I'll, I'm not going to touch the tree. I'm just going to, and all of a sudden, zoom, and it went, went round the tree. <laughs> and so I had to walk in the house and say, uh, I finished, it's, it's done. Come and have a look hoping she wouldn't, and, uh, and she came out and she said, what's that? I said, oh yeah, I got a little bit close. She said, you ring-barked the tree, the tree is going to die. And I said, oh, well, you know, it looks really good. It looks, looks healthy. And she said, no, the tree is going to die. And surely enough, within a short period of time, the tree started to shrivel up and die. What do you do in that situation? Well, the council, the government had to come out and pull that tree out and put a new tree and had to replant, regrow the tree because of my mistake. And sometimes we have to regrow because of our own mistakes, whether it's things that we did or said or didn't do or whatever. And again, we can't blame God, and but we have to re-sow and regrow. And life is like that, friends. Life is all about this re-sowing, regrowing, which brings refreshment to our lives. Because when we see that grass growing or that tree growing, it's... Ah, it's such a, such a good feeling, isn't it? Now, in the Bible, there's a really important story that I like to refer to in Genesis 26. It's regarding Abraham's son, Isaac. Now, Abraham has passed away. He's, he's gone to be with the Lord in heaven. And, and Isaac has grown up. And, and it says in the beginning of Genesis 26, there was another famine or a, a drought in the land. And, and, and Isaac was thinking, I'm going to go to Egypt but God spoke to, to Isaac and said, no, stay in the land. Stay here and regrow. Stay here and re-sow. And so we're going to read the story here. It's verse 18. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died. 
So this story is a bit sad in a way that Abraham, his, his dad had a, a beautiful well called Abraham's Well. It's still there in Israel today in a place called Beersheba. Beautiful deep well, running water. And the enemy comes and closes the well of his father. Now, we have an enemy called the devil. The Bible is very clear on this, that we don't fight against people. But there is an enemy that does not want to see us succeed. Why? Because God the Father loves us so, He wants to bless us so, and the enemy of God wants to see it stop. We need to understand this, that sometimes things happen beyond our control, away from us, that we just need to look at that and say, you know what, I don't know what happened there, but we're going to re-sow. I don't know what happened there, but we're going to regrow with faith, believing that the, the plan and purpose of God is intact, is there, and we're just going to just push through. Just, just keep going knowing this. Anyway, I'm going to read on. It says that, that, that Isaac, Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered a, a well of fresh water there. Now, this area of Israel is very dry, very much like desert. It's, it's really, really dry. And so to, to dig in the desert and find water is an anointing, is the power of God, is spectacular, unusual, amazing, supernatural. The, the fact that this well was closed up by the enemy and they go straight away and open a new well speaks to me about the gift and calling upon our life. You see, no matter what the enemy does, tries to do, or even can succeed to do for a little while, we need to know that God's calling is on our life. The, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is in our life. And, and the Bible says in Romans 8 that all of us who are, have the Holy Spirit are led by the Spirit of God. And I believe that Isaac was led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God said, dig here. He dug there. And all of a sudden, it's another beautiful well for the people of God, for, for his family. And it's going to be good. And it's going to be growing. And it's a good story, right? But all of a sudden, verse 20, the herders of Gerar quarreled with those of Isaac and said, the water is ours. So he named the well Essek because they disputed with him. And all of a sudden, the enemy comes in and the enemy said, no, no, that's, that's not yours, that's ours. That's not yours, that's, we're going to take that, that's ours. Now, in this scripture, it says that Isaac quarreled with them. There was an argument, there was a dispute, it was a, a time of no peace. But all of a sudden, Isaac makes a new decision. It says in verse 21, it says, and they dug another well. In other words, he said to them, okay, you guys of Gerar, you, you, you want to argue with me? I've argued with you. I have no peace. It's not the way I want to live. I'm going to move on because I know the touch of God is on my life. I'm going to re-sow and I'm going to regrow and I'm going to redig the wells. And all of a sudden it says they dug another well, but they quarreled over that one also. So we called it Sitna, which means they quarrel with me. Now, this is an interesting change up because in the first experience, Isaac didn't know what to do with opposition, so he argued back. He starts speaking back, you, you did this and I did that. And, I, and then the Bible says that the people of God should not quarrel. So the second time it says they quarreled with Isaac, the original Hebrew is, but he did not argue back. He had learned something in life that he's just going to keep re-sowing. He's just going to keep regrowing. He's not going to start arguing with the devil or with people or with disappointments. You know, I can remember many things in my life where there were disappointments, where I had sowed something and, and it was really good and it was from God, but somehow 
it was taken away or someone else did something. Or, and I just had to come to a place of peace with God and say, I just have to let that go now. I just have to have peace. Shalom is the Hebrew word, peace, health, peace, health, because I can re-sow and I can regrow in my life because I have faith in good God, a good God, a good Holy Spirit, and He's going to lead me to new wells or lead me to re-sow and regrow. So let's move on to the last part of the story, verse 22. And he moved on from there and they dug another well. This is well number three. And no one quarreled over it. And he named it Rehoboth, saying, Now the Lord has given us room and we will flourish in the land. And that's exactly what happened. Now this word Rehoboth means streets wide. It's a, it's a plural for streets. God has given us streets of blessing. Here and here and here and here and here and here. There's, there's a flourishing. There's the goodness. We're going to keep sowing. We've now got the water. We've got no quarreling. We've got no, no bitterness from the last two experiences. Because right now is another chance to sow and to grow because the anointing of God is on our lives. Amen. And whatever is on your life, whatever gifting, whatever purpose, the enemy cannot take it away if we stay close to God. If we argue and get bitter and mean and angry and reactive, well, we might lose something. But if we just say, Lord, I'm just going to believe that you're going to give me something more, something new, uh, keep that spirit flowing. You know, the kingdom of God is like a, a river. So if someone takes something, don't worry, there's more river coming. There's more river in our soul and our heart. Don't get bitter at something that's gone. Don't get upset if something didn't work. Let's just keep taking in that water of life, sowing the, the seeds of life. I really believe this. We're, God is going to lead us into wide open streets of blessing, wide open spaces as long as we keep our heart right and we keep re-sowing and regrowing with a heart of faith. So now I've told you that story, I want to give you three things that I, I think are really, really important for us. Is, uh, is that after we realize that there's a, is an enemy and life is not easy, we need to sort of settle down into these three things. And I've had a holiday recently, Viv and I, we, we had a great holiday in Bali, visited our church there, saw amazing, amazing blessings. And, uh, but it was just a time of walking along the beach and and uh, with Viv and eating good food and just restoring my soul. And this is the scripture that I really felt God had given to me at this time. It's, my point is this, let the regrowth happen again in me first. Sometimes when you're worn down and you're tired, could be disappointed, something didn't work, God, where are you? All those moments, sometimes we just need to get this scripture to restore our own soul. Are you ready? It's a great scripture. It's talking about God bringing us strength. It says in Isaiah 40, 31, but those who hope in the Lord, I hope God can do something. I hope he can help me rebuild or restore. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Oh, and sometimes we just need to take a deep breath with God. And even if you can't walk by the water in Bali right now, you can just walk to a window or to a park or to a river or to a, get a nice cappuccino and just take a deep breath and say, Lord, I still hope in you. I have not lost my hope. 
I have not lost. And maybe look at some scriptures, look over your journal notes, look at what God has said to you. It says they that hope or wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. I, I, I really feel this is a great word for us, you know, these years into the pandemic and now there's, there's war in the world and there's all sorts of troubles and econ- economically and whatever else. And I think that we need to be believers that are able to just spend that time waiting on God, you know, just spend that time. And sometimes if I'm having a hard time, I actually lie on my bed just by myself. I say to Viv, I, I need a bit of time alone. I close the door and I just lie on the bed and I just pray. I pray in tongues or pray in English and just say, God, I, I just hope in you. I just restore my soul in you. And even as I say that right now, I feel in the Holy Spirit. There's some people, I just, you just need to take that time, turn your phone off maybe for 10 minutes, half an hour. Just turn the phone off or keep it outside the room and just lie down with God and say, I just need you to restore myself. You know, sometimes to renew or restore or regrow, we need to let God restore us. And that's by waiting on God. You know, I've discovered in life that this restoration can't usually happen through a human being like even my lovely wife Viv can't restore me she 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 encouraged me and helped me but it's that time with God uh, could be worship reading reading a scripture journal could be could be laughing even uh, could could be just 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 lying on your bed and just say God just restore me again they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they will soar as wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Now, this scripture is talking about the eagle. And it's saying that their, their feathers, Old Testament talks about this, their, their feathers will tr- renew, like new feathers. And when I read this, I thought, you know, sometimes the old feathers get tired, but the old feathers fall out. You can't rebuild the old, old feathers. You've got to re-sow with God. Re-sow. Re-sow strength. Supernatural strength. Go to God. Say, God, you know, this was taken from me or, or that should have happened. And, but I'm just going to spend that time with you. So the, rest, the restoring takes place in us first. And I think with Isaac, when he saw the enemy taking those wells, there was an opportunity for him to get very angry and say that, you know, my father took that and you took this. And, you, and, 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 and I don't think that would have been good for his future. I think he had to then hope in the Lord and I think the Holy Spirit would have said to him and say, dig again, Isaac, dig again. There's, there's wells in you. There's water in you. There's Holy Spirit power in you. Go again, sow again, go again. And that, that restoring of hope, that restoring of vision, we all need those times, amen, right? That's the first thing. Spend your time with the Lord. The second thing is remember your first love again. Your first love. Well, what's your first love? Well, for a young couple, of course, it's like honeymoon love, or uh, you know that that, that first moment uh, as, as a couple, or or uh, you know, first love with God is nothing uh, in in that that human way, but it's just open, pure love. It's just whoa, God. And I I remember that first love for me was the first of April, nineteen. What was it? 1979. I do remember. The 1st of April, 1979. That's 40-something years ago. I still remember the moment that God forgave me and I felt forgiveness. I felt it. I felt grace. I felt love. 
I felt the old starting to drain away, the old bad. I remember it. In fact, some of it just left instantly and then some of it drained away. And I was filled with this first love. And the first thing I wanted to do was read the Bible or tell my friend about my, my new faith in Jesus. I, I drove in my car to his house, knocked on his door and, and I said, Grant, Grant, that's my friend, Grant, Grant, I've just become a believer in Jesus and I was so filled with love. And that's the first love. Well, it, it may not be the first day you became a believer. It could be the day Jesus healed you, the day Jesus blessed you, the day Jesus spoke to you, gave you a word. It could be any day. That first love is the highest point of our love. Now, now, this is where Jesus is saying to this church, you need to reshuffle your life again. You need to get back to the point where you're going to re-sow again with, with joy, re, regrow again. And, and Revelation 2, Jesus is speaking to a church and He says some good things and then He says some challenging things. He says to them this, verse 2, I know your deeds, your hard work and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles and are not and have found them false. You have persevered and you have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. It's like a big clap from Jesus for the church. Perseverance, good heart, amazing, well done. But he says this, he said, but I hold this one thing against you. And it's a really important thing. He says, you have forsaken or forgotten the love you had at first, first love first love. Now Jesus, I don't believe, is trying to send them away. He's trying to draw them close again. And He says to them, consider or think how far you have fallen, how far you've moved away. Rem repent, which means change your mind and do the things you did at first. And if you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. I'll remove the shining nature of this church if you don't get this renewal going on in the leaders and the people heart. Now, I believe our Lifehouse churches are in a great place. I feel there's a, there's a spirit of God and we're seeing people saved and baptized and growing and leadership. But I would love to be a leader that says, Lord, I, I'm living in the first love. I, I, I still remember salvation. I still remember healing. I still remember the goodness of my relationship with Viv. And, and the, I remember. I, I remember journaling and saying, God, speak to me. I remember. So in the re-sowing, re-growing like Isaac, I think he had a, a renewal of the promise of God. God had promised his dad, Abraham, you're going to be blessed with, with fields and wells. And Isaac is having a first love experience with God. And God is saying, move away from the quarreling. Move away from the disappointment. And I will see new water in your life. It's going to flow again. Remember that moment of the blessing of God in our lives. All right. So the first thing I said is, let the growth happen in me. Let the first love happen in me. And the last thing is this, sow right seeds of future again. Now, this is really a, a great scripture I'm going to read here. It's my last scripture for the day. But it's really saying you've got to keep going. So me with the lawn in our house where some lawn didn't, didn't work, I had to get new lawn. Or with that tree that I ring barked, we had to get another tree. Or that person that took something from me, I had to get another opportunity. Or that situation that didn't work out, I had to get another hope. In other words, this scripture is saying you got to keep going in the hard times. you got to keep going, right? Keep going. Keep re-sowing. 
keep receding your your life and your marriage and your kids and and your studies and keep keep going recede with God here's the scripture Galatians 6 7 to 9 don't be deceived God cannot be mocked a man reaps what he sows whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction not from ourselves whoever sows to please the Spirit of God the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life listen to this listen to this let us you and me not become weary tired in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up I want to tell you that they that the council brought a new tree and that little tree over the next couple of years grew to be a big tree when we planted that lawn it was very very not very strong but after a couple of years it was growing everywhere I had to mow it every Saturday so regrow and re-sow and don't give up I really believe this series we're talking about these scriptures these concepts are going to help you uh, awaken again grow again but re-sow good seeds come on sow into your wife say to your wife or husband hey honey I love you thank you for this you look great you look beautiful to your wife you 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 did this good you take care of the kids thank you for your care thank you for your encouragement come on sow into your marriage sow into your small group say hey guys hey girls we're going to read we're going to we're going to we're going to share journal we're going to come back to faith we're going to ask people to come again we're going to we're going to share and 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 with with people on on instagram or whatever it is we we're going to we're going to be sowing the seeds again let me pray for you lord i want to thank you for wonderful people that no matter what our circumstances, we will decide today again to re-sow and regrow, knowing that if we do not give up, we will get a harvest in our families, in our jobs, in our work life, in our health. Lord, you, you, just like Isaac, we're going to keep going until there is wide open spaces. I pray we would live this way in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give God a big praise. And the greatest seed that God ever sent was Jesus. He grew up and died on the cross for us. He was perfect, but He died for my sin, your sin, and He rose again. I believe in the resurrection, that if we believe in Him, we will be born again, renew on the inside. If you would like that today or you want to come back to God, I'm just going to count to three. I'm going to pray for those wanting new life in Jesus, wanting right now, right now. You could sow into the rest of your life with this decision. Are you ready? I'm going to count to three and then pray. One, two, three. Lord, I pray for these people who have open hearts that you would come into their life, forgive them, fill them with purpose and joy and grace and help them to sow into a most amazing new life with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you all. Have an amazing week.